You're listening to Mark of the... Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Bladeology podcast with Nick the Maker, Jared the Shaker, and Elijah the Prophet. This is (laughs) We're gonna jump into it like we have the last couple episodes. This is the Bladeology crew coming at you uh, for their awesome interview. We uh, uh, from our mother's basements. Justin Savkov on the cast uh, this week. We're gonna talk to him about knives and other interests. Uh, this is Jeremiah Burbank from PVK Vegas. This is Elijah Isham from Isham Bladeworks. Nick Shuprin of NCC Knives. And Justin Savkov. Nice. All right, we're all here, accounted for. Uh, let's do a quick, right quick round the table. Uh, anybody up to anything crazy this past week? Well, if you say uh, crazy, I I would say that's an apt analysis. Uh, yeah, I got some stuff cooking for Blade Show. Uh, some insanity on the way. Uh, Want to do a little something different this year, so everybody will have to stay tuned on that one. Yeah. Sounds good. Been seeing those teasers on the IG. Oh yeah, they will continue. Just yeah, look forward just to a month of teasers. <laughs> I I know what the knife is, That's and that last post you put up, I thought was a pocket clip. It took me about two days <laughs> to knife. realize it was not a pocket clip. <laughs> <laughs> the knife quotes. <laughs> Elijah Ishan's not more new than one pocket clip. <laughs> Yeah. That's a good point. We don't. We don't know that there's there's not more than one. Nick, what about you? Innovative We've got like clips. eight or ten months to Blade Show. What do you, what do you, what do you, anything new from last week? So at this point, we got four and a half months to Blade Show. Yeah, we're getting <laughs> down to about four now. It was six, like, you know. Three oh, yeah, I, I, meant, I meant three and a half months to Blade Show. Um, whatever. Just, I, I'm, I'm working off a 2017 calendar. I'll figure it out at some point. Um, uh, I'm working on X, maybe. No, I'm joking. Um, just imps. I'm trying to machine up all the imps because my now that I'm a full time employee, uh, get a whole bunch of extra work prepped up. And after the imps, I'm setting up to make a couple MK1s for the to just bring to the show. And hopefully, I'll have my custom valve some prototypes at the show with me as well. Nice, nice. But I got like three and a half months, so I have time to figure this uh, out. I'll believe yeah. that when I see it. Plenty of plenty of time. Mm-hmm. Three and a half months is. <laughs> that's a lifetime, basically. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's like oof. You better it's like three and a half lifetimes in, in the night making world, based on the hours. I, based on the hours I work, literally four ages of chipmunks will come and go in the time that it will take to get to Blade Show. Hey, they, they live a month. What? And Justin, what are you up to before Blade <laughs> Show? Uh, not much. What are you doing? Yeah, I want to bring a couple. You know, I don't have a table, but I want to just bring some of the show. You know, just to show off at you know in the pit and things like that and i am doing you know uh i am bringing that knife for josh to blade um but yeah no not not much man not much going on man not much going on at all nice. just uh am look am looking forward to it though am looking forward to it which now, uh, blade is... show will this be for you yeah. your first second no, this will be my second second yeah. year nice second oh, year nice. yeah second year i usually oh, yeah. do the uh nick show uh you know the new york custom but yeah. um yeah, this one's uh, yeah, it's it's good, man. I like it. You know, all the all the different makers and 
you know, material guys that come from all over the world. It's it's pretty cool. Definitely a great time. Oh yeah, it's a blast. So uh, you do the you do the New York show because you're in you're that's local to you, right? Where are you? Yeah, I'm in I'm in New Jersey. Nice. I'm in Central New Jersey, or you could say I'm um, in uh, white trash capital of the world, uh, the Jersey Hell Shore. Yeah. All right, there we go. And uh, <laughs> so so dive into it. What what? Tell us your story. Uh, I mean, I know who you are now, uh, but if someone didn't, to tell us where you started. How how'd you get into this insanity? Um, I went to uh, the New York Custom Knife Show um, a couple years ago. I saw you know customs for the first time ever. Um, how did you fi- I, well, how did you find out about the New York show? It's not like a show you just go to. Oh, I was googling. Um, believe it or not, I was. Um, I like collecting like uh, swords and shit like that. So I wanted to see if there was like a, a sword show or whatever. So I, I put into Google, you know, possible you know sword shows somewhere around the country. And the New York uh, Custom Knife Show came up because I guess one of the uh, vendors there was a a dealer. Um, so basically I went, I saw everything. I, I was very impressed with a lot of the customs, the materials, like I'd never saw like Damascus or Mokutai and I've never seen it before. So, uh, you know, when I saw it and, you know, I was picking up some of these customs and they were, you know, two grand, 1500, but you know, I just, I couldn't really comprehend the, the value of them. Um, when you're seeing it for the first time and not even knowing about it, it just didn't make any sense. But, um, you know, they were beautiful, you know, they were beautiful. And I was like, you know, what? I think I could do this. And that's instead of buying a custom, I bought a, I bought a, uh, KMG grinder instead. Wow. Just jumped right yeah, in. When, huh? when, when that's was it. this? Uh, when, oh, I met you four years ago, about you weren't making years. folders back then you were, you were making razors. Yes. I was making fold, uh, folding razors, uh, just hmm. these real crazy, ridiculous looking, uh, belly razors. Um, never really finished one, just, uh, you know, just messing around. Uh, nah, you, the one you brought by with the black sheets had, that was done. That was done. I don't, I don't remember. I never, well, you showed it to me. It was done. I guess I never finished one and sold one. Um, but if I did finish one, then maybe I finished that one. I, I, I still have like, make some. say again. I think you should still make some cause they're, they're cool. They're, they're a nice table piece. He, he, so pretty much he made like this really funky, not, it was Honestly, not a good shaving razor, but it was just a cool knife. It was inspired by a razor, kind of looked like a knife out of hell. And I like that uh, you could kind of put it on your on your desk, and the base of the knife was flat, so it kind of just sits upright. Well, I can almost say it was a hell razor. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Huh. Yeah, man, folding razors, flipper razors. See, see, this this is where we need a, the soundboard and goes, or however <laughs> that goes. <laughs> So the ra- these folding razors, they had similar blade styles to your, your current folders, it sounds like. I've never seen one. Yeah, I guess. I wanted to do folders. I was told um, when I first got into it, you know, folders were difficult to make. And so, yeah, I wanted to do something that folds. But So, yeah, I, I made a couple. Um, then I had my daughter. And then I didn't make anything probably for how long, Nick? I dropped off for like two years, right? It was a while. Oh, wow. well, and you, you well, you, you did the your other business guy got bigger and you dropped now for like a year. I don't think full two years. Think about a year. That pretty much that entire time I wasn't working because of my move. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after that, you started uh, getting back to your folders because then you came by the shop. Uh, yeah, then for, I came by the shop for my, and- for my get together, and you had the first knife ready again, or somewhat ready. Yes, I, well, you're the one who uh, I took. Uh, I guess like a class with Nick. Uh, sort mm. of, I guess. 
what I did. And um, we build one of my folders that I had water jetted out. Um, and we, we basically got it like 80% finished. I brought it home. I grinded it. Uh, came out pretty good. I did. I actually did the lockup on that too, I think. Right, Nick? I think I did uh, the lockup. You did the lockup because you were supposed to come back the next day and you didn't, but I pretty much explained uh, to you how to do lockup. Yeah. I said yeah, you kind of, he, he, he got water jet parts done. I got the parts, like explained to him how you should counter bore them. Pretty got, much got the knife working and assembled to where you're ready to set the lock and detent. Uh, and then he was supposed to come back and he just ended up, was impatient, didn't try to do the lock and detent that day and just didn't come back. Hmm. Uh, and the rest is history. And pretty much, I showed him how to make a, like start a folder, but. Finishing wise and what he does now, it's more of an art knife than a tactical knife. I would say it's like super tactical. It's all them, you know, like the double recurves that you do and the crazy I don't know, profiles. I, would, I mean, that's, I would still that's say art knife. Tactical. Every knife he makes is just full mocha tie, full dress, pretty much. Full dress. He make, yeah, yeah, he's, full dress. He's, you're making the first yeah. frame lock right now, I think, in like two or three years. Yeah, I'm doing a, I'm doing a, uh, one of my original models, um, the Ivalis. Uh, I'm doing it in a frame lock, uh, and it's coming out great. It looks awesome. It looks awesome. I'm very happy with it. So the Ivalis, that is a pretty wicked looking design to, to be one of your first. That's pretty crazy. Like, yeah. What uh, what drew you to do the uh, the double harpoon, like, or no, um, the double recurve harpoon? I, I don't know, man. I, I find a lot of um, a lot of stuff out there. It just I don't know to stand out. It just seemed like I needed to do something just a little bit more dramatic. That's um, true. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like the you know you. I mean, how many lines are on a knife? You know, it's it's just I'm always afraid if something's gonna look like something else or yeah. or it's just not gonna stand out. You know, it's just not gonna stand out. At least uh, if you look at any of my models, you're like, okay, yeah, that's that's definitely that guy's stuff. No, your knives are very recognizable. That's true. Yeah, they are for sure. It's funny you say that you're afraid. You know, uh, you know, like you're afraid to look at someone else. And you try to go completely out the box, but it just proves to the point. Doesn't matter how far out the box you think you're going. At the end, of the day, there's just so much stuff out there. Whenever you make it, it's gonna look like something else. Like I remember when you made that one, uh, you got accused by another maker of stealing his design. And I yeah. stood up there saying, "I'm like, I did the design with him. I know for a fact. You didn't even know who you were. You didn't really get on Instagram, knife maker. He just." came up with it and it just had the blade kind of just happened to look the same it just double harpoon uh but that, that just yeah, sh- shows recruit, you that yeah. there's so much stuff out there it doesn't matter if you're looking at it or not it's just, you, you can pull points on any part of the knife it'll look like something else yeah yeah every, yeah everything eventually starts to look like everything you know it, it really does so you know to stand out i like to do like you know double s bolsters and uh, I, I put a lot of my focus into the finish work. You know, that's where most of my time is in the finish work. I want the finish to be, you know, perfect. It has to be perfect. So it could take me a while to finish a knife. It could take me, you know, a month to do a knife, but I, I will, I will put the time in to make sure it's perfect. Yeah. I, I, I've seen knives that took you like four months because you've changed the bolsters like mm. fifteen times because you decided. <laughs> that's he's lot. literally brought me a knife. Yeah, he's literally brought that's me a knife a before lot. where the handles were done, and it was like. Mokume and carbon fiber. I'm like, dude, this looks dope. And then, like, a week later, he's like, yeah, I didn't like how it looked. They changed up the handles to Mokume and marble carbon that. fiber. Oh, and, then, and then, like, a week later after that, he's like, nah, <laughs> fuck it. Let me do Mokume and damage steel to match the blade. And, like, I'm like, just decide and make it. Don't redo this every time. Honestly, that's the way to go, I think. Honestly, chasing 
chasing perfection constantly. That's what it is. I does. mean, that's the pursuit of madness is being constantly unhappy with something. You know, well, no, the, yeah, the, the exactly. fit was perfect. Yeah. It was just he didn't like how it looked, and he he wanted a metal on metal. But like being a hobbyist, he has that that luxury mm-hmm. to keep re-switching it out. Uh, being a full time yeah. maker, that's not the best idea. Yeah, that that's a that's a good. So Justin, you're are you what what time would you consider part time hobbyist full time? Where where do you stand? Uh, I try to do, you know, after I uh, close on my, my primary business, I do try to come home every night and put a couple hours in. Um, usually on the weekend, I'll do, my wife allows, like, all day Saturday, you know, Sundays for family. But um, as much time as I can, you know. I'm getting more and more into it every time I finish something. Um, you know, when it comes out and I can look at it and I'm actually, you know, impressed with what I do. Um, I go, you know, this is nice. Um, this is something I'd buy. Um, so I, I just keep go, you know, I just keep, I'll just, you know, as much time as I can, um, I, I will put into it, you know, and if I, if I could do it full time, if I could hire a full time manager at my primary, I, I would do this, you know, full time. I would, I absolutely would. You've been okay. doing it a lot more lately, like a, a lot. lot more. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. More. He's, oh, he's, I think he's been doing more knife making lately than running his actual business. And by the oh. way, if you plug your actual business, you got to pay the sponsorship fees. Just saying. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but <laughs> suffice to say, you're a small business owner or you're a large business owner. I don't know. What would it be? Small. We'd be a small business owner. We have okay, a- so, you're, so you're a small business owner. So you, you have a fair amount going on plus knife making. But it sounds like the more positive feedback you get from your knives, the more interest you are to submit more time to it. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's great. Good responses means it's a good knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping, uh, like I said, I would love to be able to uh, dedicate way more time into doing it. Um, but, you know, after you work all day, you're just exhausted. You know, I got an hour ride home every day, so it's just sometimes you just want to, you know, crash out. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just, you just can't get to it. Yeah. But um, if I can, I will. You know, if I can, I absolutely will. 100%. So- how many how many knives are you in at this point? What's your total life count? Oh God, what maybe twelve or fourteen, maybe? Okay. All right. Twelve or fourteen. Tops. Wow. Yeah. Not so many. You've come a long way in well, just fourteen he's knives. Ma- he's made sure. more yeah. this year than the rest. Like that's yeah. over about three years, if I'm not wrong. But he's made like yeah. he's been working pretty consistently this year. So I've made about I- yeah, maybe five this year so far. Which is yeah, a lot. That's, wow, uh, five is that's respectable for you know being four months in. Yeah, it, it's a lot of time, man. You know, I have a you know I'm very limited on tooling. Um, you know, um, like I said, the finish work, you know, handwork, finish work. That's that's the most important. You know, I got a mill. I got a you know professional grinder. Um, Do you do water jet or uh, no, no DM at all? No water I, jet. I um on my first model, um, mm-hmm. I was afraid to cut a lock bar out, so. I did have those water jetted, but my new model is completely 100% handmade. Wow. So, like, bandsaw the whole thing, huh? Bandsaw, yes, everything. Yep, bandsaw, slitting saws, yeah. It's all it's all completely done by hand. That's nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome, because I know you do extensive uh, like pivot collar work and, and bolster work and all things bolster. that are just very, just, like, crazy to do by, yeah. by that method. Yeah, yeah, but I do everything. Uh, my pivots, pivot collars, all done on a rotary table on a mill. Um, you know, even my pivots, I, I, I customize all the pivots. I don't like using, um, no offense to anyone that does, but I don't like using what everyone else is using. I, I want my pivots to be completely unique. Oh. Um, 
Yeah, just me. You know, I just, I just, you know, I just, you know, I hide all my hardware. You don't see any of my hardware. My hardware is completely polished, uh, gold plated. It's, you know, I, I, I go all out with it. You know, it's everything's super, super, super finished and and pristine by the time uh, the knife is um the knife is ready. So I've never I've never opened one of your knives because um, I've only handled one or two of them. And I do like taking all the knives apart that come into the shop for the most part. But so that you're saying that the inside of your knife is probably as pretty as the outside, or are you one of those guys who polishes everything say, just in case? I would say the inside of my knife is probably nicer than the outside of my knife. Wow. All right. Okay. All <laughs> yeah, right. I put a, I put a lot of effort onto the inside of the knife. Even though they don't see it, I I put a ton of effort into it. That's some yeah. watchmaker aesthetics right there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, Justin, question. Those, the gold-plated screws, do they hold up? Like, do they scratch your screws? Because I just ordered those screws, but only for one part of the knife, because I got oh, the only screws I have on the inside are the pocket clip screw. So mm-hmm. I'll just, because they, they, that exact screw that I get from that same, the, the dealer, they, they offer it in gold-plated. So I was like, ah, it doesn't really, like, just to switch that one screw out, because you kind of see it from the inside. Do they mar easy with the, with the torque drive? Well, I do not put the gold-plated screws in until it's at its final assembly. At the final, yeah, but even even then, same thing. It's the pocket clip. I don't put it on until the end. But like, um, do they mar at all? I have. You mean like uh, the plating chipping off and stuff? I haven't seen that. Yeah. I haven't seen. That. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. Okay, um, cool. Because I I ordered like five hundred of them, so isn't that but cheap? Yeah, but but they're not highly polished. That's that's the other thing. Like I I um. I usually will turn my screws, like I will polish up to like a 5,000 grit and then usually I'll anodize or, or something like that. And I actually do like that a little better because it looks much more polished and even like the gold plated. <laughs> gold plated, it's nice because, you know, on the inside, you really can't see if it is marred or super shiny. So when you look in, you just see gold, you know, so it, it is, it's cool, you know, it's cool. But that's pretty pleasing. Yeah, no, yeah, it looks, it looks pretty cool, man. It looks, it looks cool. You know, but I'm going to, I want to start, um, I want to order actual like 14 to 18 karat gold. And I, um, now, uh, name plating and stamping my name inside the knife. Nice. And, um, I, I would like to do that in like, um, like a 14 karat gold. That is legit, dude. That'd be very, nice. Ru- very Russian Jew of you. Very yeah, Russian. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> huh? Yeah, that's, that's cool. The inside's a great place to sign it. You know, that's, uh, it's like, well, Oh, the knife isn't signed. It's handle. like, <clears throat> He does so Stan Wilson does backspacer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, like that. Yeah. That's it, it's nice. the way it's the way Stan Wilson does it. Yeah. I remember watching an old video with uh Jim Skelton and um mm-hmm. he was at Stan Wilson's shop and he said he dovetails a name a gold nameplate. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna figure that out. I'm gonna do that and that, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, he uses the yeah. cutter and like cuts it in and dovetails it and yep, I cuts yep. it in, yeah. Yep, I uh, get a, a big chunk of. Right now, I do it with a. I start with a big chunk of a uh, of uh, copper. You know, I have like a 0.175 thick copper. Uh, but I, I'll mill that all down. I'll get it to about forty thousandths thick, and then I'll slope it. I will, you know, put forty fives on that, stamp it, clean it up, high polish up to around two thousand grit. Then I dovetail out the. I'll dovetail out the backspacer for a nice like press fit and then you just press it in and it's held in by the uh the scales of the knife yeah it just sits in there it doesn't move it's, yeah. it's nice it looks, it looks really nice it looks i don't know why most people don't do this because i mean it looks awesome when you look in the knife it just it just looks fucking awesome it really yeah, does it's super clean without without the, uh... any hardware on the outside yeah no hardware no no hardware at all shows and um 
Yeah, it just looks nice, man. Looking in the knife, you know, it just it's that's it's something like I was always obsessed with. Was no hardware showing. You know, it's like having a watch with the glass, you know, the the crystal backs. It's like mm-hmm. uh, fuck the front of the watch, the back of the watch is what looks cool. You know, it's yeah. You know, I mean, that's just how I've always looked at it. You know, yeah, that S curve. Yeah, that S curve on the bolster on your new model. That's all done by hand. All done by hand, bro. Yep, that's, that's pretty amazing. You know, all, fit, all fitted by hand, everything. Yep. Yep. I mean, a straight line would be hard enough, but doing an S curve, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, S curve. My next is going to be dovetail S curves. The next model I build is going to be not model, but the next my next build I'm going to do a dovetail S curve. Yeah. Wow, I'll nice. probably start with uh, cheaper materials. I'll probably do like carbon fi- <laughs> carbon fiber with uh, you know something soft. Yeah, yeah, just, that, yeah. That, that that last night he was supposed to do an S curve. I'm like, are you insane? It's like he wants to try it for the first time. And it's like Zerkatai <laughs> bolster with Damacore bolsters. I'm like, hell yeah, like do a thousand dollars in his hand. Sometimes you gotta <laughs> jump right straight yeah, head in. He, head he, first. He, he's never done an S curve or n- bolster nor a dovetail like straight bolster. He's like, I'm just gonna do both and try. It. I'm like, just. Just, just do an S curve first, and then do S curve uh, dovetailed. Just start somewhere. And if, if it was a cheaper handle, I'd be like, go for it. But I'm like, at that, that time, Damacore had like a six month wait too. So I'm like, if you fuck it up, you can't oh, yeah. get more. Yeah, that's the only reason I didn't do it is because I knew I couldn't get more Damacore. It's the only reason yeah, I I'm didn't. Like, slow your roll for a moment. Do this, and then like do that after the next live. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, yeah, cool shit though. So are you just constantly trying to challenge the limits of what you can do? Or you're just looking at it from the perspective of someone looking to buy this piece? Like, you just want to totally blow people away? Like, what, what's, yeah, your, no, what's your mindset I, here? I just want to, yeah, just, I guess, challenge myself and just do something different. Uh, I get bored quick. Um, so I, I do always want it to be something better than the next thing. You know, um, I try to, I try to anyway. And then like, I'll do like, I'm doing this build now, which I absolutely love. It's just a, you know, it's just orange peeled tie frame lock, but it's just coming out so nice. You know, it just, I put it, you know, I always try adjusting the grinds, making the grind always look a little different. Um, I just don't want anything to look the same. You know, I just want it always to be a little different if I can. That way someone gets a very unique, literally one-off piece. Hmm. So now you're, you're saying that you've done in the neighborhood of 14 knives uh are all of those based on a theme or are they completely different like you're saying one-offs or do you mean materials or are they all like there are three models no, 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 you kind of no, make no. there are three models but they all vary um, okay because they're all done by like especially my new model it's done by hand okay. like uh the last three i built they're all different they're slightly different lengths there's you know they're just they're just a little bit different you could tell it's the same model but it, they're different you know they're different mm. you know and not just material wise, you know, one might be, you know, three quarters of an inch shorter. One might be a little fatter, a little wider. It's just, they're always very a little bit. Wow. That's awesome. I mean, way to, way to push the limit of even what, uh, even what you're capable of. I mean, that's, we were talking about that before the recording, but I mean, that's the, that's the pursuit of madness. It's just constantly being unhappy with what you're doing and, and trying to make it better. Yeah. I can relate yeah. to that. Yeah. You uh-huh. need some variety, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. stuck in a malaise of the same. You got to do something completely different. I agree. <laughs> so this will be this will be your, your work. This this will be your second blade show. Yes, second blade show. Second blade show, and how many of the New York custom knife shows have you been to? Um, three of them, three or four. 
Okay. So you're, wow, that's not sleep. We're talking about like five, four so far, but five knife shows total. And you're, you're already at this point, which is. Yeah, he, he went to all the ones in New York since he started. But late show, hmm. I was always telling him, like, oh, you got to go to Blade Show if you actually want to make knives, like, seriously. Yeah. So he ended up going, we went, we drove down together last year, and now he's hooked. I mean, that's a good position to be at. It's yeah. my understanding. You're, you're coming, you're coming down, and you're, and we're all, we're all crashing the same Airbnb this year. Yes, yes, apparently. Yeah, right. Yes, yeah, oh, yeah, looking, okay. actually looking forward to it. Yeah. You got that booked up. It's, uh, it's actually right across the uh, highway. It's by the, uh, the stadium, so it's pretty close. Should mm. be fun. Yeah, it was like a five-minute five, five ride or so. Oh yeah, totally. Five like minute, less than five they, minutes. They, yeah. they yeah. said like, oh, you could, it's a total drunk walk. But last year, I made a mistake. Yeah, right. I had to walk drunk to the Double Tree, and I thought it was a great idea. It was four o'clock in the morning, not realizing that yeah, whole right. walk is a really steep uphill. Yeah. Walk. Wait. Uh, just put it we... this way: it's past Waffle House, so you're not walking. Yeah. It. Okay. No, the double tree is past the Waffle House. It's all the way up that hill is where the double tree is. Yeah. Yeah, that's right on the other side. That's not hard. It's actually easier to walk to Waffle House than take a car there. I've gotten lost walking in the back end of the of the show near like the valley entrance before. Not the loading dock, but the it's it's a little more complicated while drunk. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. Extra layer of creativity. That's right. Very yeah. Well, that's that's accurate. That's exactly accurate. Um, Justin, do you do you collect anything? Do you do you collect knives? Do you collect watches? Do you collect no, do you collect I, human I own, anything? No, I own uh, one custom, and it's from Nick. That's it. Oh man, really? Wow. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So you, you weren't you weren't that, like man, and like yeah, get you gotta, better. Gotta get rid of that thing and get some materials, yo. Yeah. Up those materials, <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, trade it in you for gotta, some materials. You got to trade down, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> How much you want? I'll, I'll cash you out for that. No problem. <laughs> so, I mean, you weren't, like, you, you you didn't have, like, a big knife collection. Or you weren't, like, a big knife kid growing up. No, like, no, no. Like... I, I've always liked, like, not, Smoky Mountain. I, I, but I never knew there was this other aspect of it. I never knew um, that there was this, like, I, I just never knew it. I wish I knew it earlier because I would have probably gotten to it earlier. I just didn't know that this even existed, the whole mm-hmm. custom knife. I had no idea. I had no idea. I literally had no idea. I had I had no clue this was a thing. So you what? You grew up in the in the same area you are now, or you grew up somewhere else and then moved to where you are? No, I lived uh, closer to the Manhattan area, uh, Bergen County, New Jersey. You know, a twenty minute ride to the Manhattan area. Um, but yeah, I've been in Jersey my whole life. Yeah. Nice. Okay. What yeah. what kind? Did you have any pocket knives growing up or, any, or anything like that? Maybe like Gerber's, just you know, stupid, just shit you buy at a you know gun store that's in the glass case. Uh, Buck but when knives. Gerber, when Gerber was still good, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, if it, cost, if it cost more than fifty bucks, I probably wasn't buying it. So you know, it was stuff like that. You know, like the box, the stuff that says Pakistan on it. You know, that type of shit. Yeah, like I literally did not know this world existed. I, I really that, didn't. That Pakistani Damascus flow. <laughs> It's real. It's out there. They are. It is no joke. So you. So you really. Yeah. Your first exposure was it. Was it Nick's? Uh, do you remember picking up anything special that that first time? Any first uh, maker? Uh, you, you not really. I, I just looked. I just saw a lot of people at the hinderer table, and um. Oh yeah. I, I just didn't know. I didn't know there was like lottos. I was like, "What the fuck? You win a knife." It's like, "No, you win the chance to buy a knife." I was like, "This is fucking." Didn't insane. you win something? And you thought it was free. Was that you? 
It may have been. I'm, and then, yeah, it, dude, it was like my first time at the show. I just saw everyone standing in line. Like, these things must be awesome. I remember picking them up. I, I, no offense, but I, I wasn't too impressed with what I was, you know, I was like, from compared to the other stuff, you know, all the, the fancy, shiny shit, you know, the Hinduers were just kind of plain. And, you know, they were like five, six hundred bucks. I was like, okay, you know, I, I didn't, I just didn't understand or get it. I didn't know there was a secondary market. I, I knew none of this. I just saw a bunch of people lined up to buy hinderers and write their names down and get called. You know, I, I just didn't get it. So, uh, I, no, I didn't, I wasn't called on a hinderer. The thing I won, I won the door prize at the, uh, at the Nick show last year. That's oh, what nice. I won. That's yeah, what I won. I, 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 I now have that knife. And I gave it to Nick. Yeah, I gave it oh, to Nick. All right. It's the, the, oh. the slip joint that I modified. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Modifying those slip joints. What's it called? Tra- Trash Panda? What is it? What is it? Uh, Aaron Frederick, Trash Panda Knives. Trash Panda, yeah. Nice. I, yeah. I got to piss on myself with one of those at uh, yeah, man. Vegas, yeah. Oh, at the USN. Yeah, the USN show. Chopped on Vegas? Finger. I thought you did that at your house. No, it was, in, dude, it was right no. in front of you. Yeah, it was, oh, it was Vegas right in front was a blur, man. I don't. You were there. It was blur. Yeah, it was right in front of you. I did it right in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> I kept myself. I'm yeah. pretty sure Nick was experimenting uh, in Vegas. Yeah, he was experimenting oh, yeah. with uh, more than one thing. Yeah. Yeah. So just ex- lots yeah. of experimentation. Lots yeah. of it all over the place. Yeah. So back to yeah. uh, back to Blade Show. Right. When do you think, yeah. when do you think your first uh, Blade Show will be as an exhibitor? Um, well, I, I do want to get a couple more knives made. I got that SM100 knife I'm trying to finish up. Um, yeah. You know, I... I don't know, man. I just want to show them off, you know, in the pit and stuff. But uh, maybe next year, maybe next year, you know, if I get a, you know, I don't need to sell them, you know, to get money, you know, so I could make a couple, hold on to them, and yeah, maybe I'll sell sure. the table next year, you know. Hmm. You know, but did my you, wife. Gets, did you show wife, any? Um... Go ahead. What? Oh no, no. I said my wife gets pissed because I'm always buying new material and just holding on to, you know. <laughs> so. yeah. Did you uh, show any of your work last year in the pit? Uh, I didn't have much. I only had a, um, I had one of my second models, which I'm not going to make anymore. I'm not, I'm not too fond of it, but, uh, no, last year, the Natus, the Natus, yeah, the Natus, Natus. it's nice. It's just, I don't know. It's just, you know, to me, it's just, um, already phased out of it, huh? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bored of it. You know, I'm bored of it. Um, but it's a nice knife. It's a nice knife. It's, uh, I guess you'd call it like a crazy looking Bowie type recurve. I don't even know what you call it. Hmm. One of your models are going to be a Blade Show this year. Is I don't know. If, can you talk about the collab? Oh yeah, yeah, Ian. Uh, with uh, CMF, we're doing a. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about it, but uh, yeah, I'm doing a collab with Ian from CMF. Hmm. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Right. yeah. The four so of you that heard. I mean, I mean, the thousands of you that heard this. <laughs> is that is that your first collab? <laughs> That's my first collab. Yeah, yeah, it's my first collab. It's nice. actually ready. I just got to, uh, I just got to slot the spacer for the the names. I'm uh, gonna be sending it with, uh, you know, my stamp, and then I'm gonna make one for him, and then he'll be able to just slide him in when he's finished what he's done. Okay. So that's that's all I got to do. But uh, he's on vacation this week, so I'll be sending out to him next week. Nice, get that collab yeah. in. I would imagine most people in the pit at Blade are gonna be like, when you show them your stuff, they're gonna be like, can I buy this? And where's your table at? Yeah. That's uh, a- I- and then he's I, gonna call me. He's like, "What do I charge for this?" I'm like, "Figure it out. <laughs> Figure it out." Yeah, I, I just that's my heart. That's my hardest. Um, 
thing to figure out is what to charge someone for a knife. That's you a pretty popular charge. Too. Yeah, well, how much work you get into it, you know, like choose like well, what that, a, that's a good you hourly you never enough. rate he would can't, be. No, he, he can't calculate hourly I rates. Can't base it. I always I tell him, like, if he was a full-time yeah. knife maker, he'd fail. Yeah. He doesn't make any money in his eyes because like he makes hobbyist decisions. Like, eh, I don't really like how this carbon fiber fits here. I'll just I'll just change it and then change it again and uh, change it again. They can work oh. like if you're if no. you're like a Rexford level, but you know, you'll yeah, get there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that is a tricky perspective financially. Uh, but on the other hand, um, not to at the risk of sounding like that, but I mean, maybe your decisions are more purely design based than, than financial based. If you are part-time then, you know, you can That's afford yourself too. Well, yeah, I, you I can just... afford yourself that and say, Oh, fuck this. I don't like it. I'll, I'll just hold on to it because in the end, like if you get $10,000 for it and you're in love with it, it doesn't matter because $10,000 never satiate like the time and blood that you've spilt over the knife. You know, it's not even that it's, um, you know, I'll really be into a knife as I'm making it. And then the second I'm done with it, you know, I'm more in love with the knife as I'm making it. And it's um, in the stage of it being like mostly raw. You know, I don't I don't know why, but that's when I carry them. Um, but once they're done, they're done. They go in a case and they, I don't even open them like that. Uh, one that's finished with the uh, Damacor. I haven't looked at that knife in two months. It just it just sets. You're just no. the love is over. That's it. Done. Yeah, no, it's not. It's over. It's just I, I like them more. I don't know why. I like them more when they're just like in their raw form, like uh, you know, un unbeveled, un you know, contoured. Like that's when I like. I guess it's always like anticipating what I'm going to do. So with it. when they like, can't cut, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> when they, yeah, exactly. Yeah, before yeah. they're even ground, yes. Before they're even ground, yeah. Avgov likes it rough. Uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> no lube, just likes it unchampered. Well. Yeah, no chamfers, just get it done. I mean, that's good, though. You're in love. You have to You have to enjoy the process, uh, especially at the level you're doing it, with the amount of changes you're making, the amount of, you know, handwork. If you didn't like it, God, you might as well just obviously just give up, do something else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but once it's done, it's done, you know? It's it's done, you know? Um I don't have an attachment to them. It's it's weird. It's just but uh the attachments in the uh, in the making stage, you know, usually pretty early on once it's working, it's all together and then I'm, you know, deciding what I'm going to how I'm going to finish it, you know. So something I'll carry around, I'll bring it to work, uh, you know, it's always in my pocket and I'm just taking it out every 5 minutes looking at okay, what am I doing with this? What am I doing with this? What am I doing with this? And um and that could go on for. He shows it to know. his employees. I joke to my employee. They're like, like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and they go, "You're fucking crazy." <laughs> That's what I do. That's exactly do you, what so, I do. Do you carry one of your own knives at work, or what? Do you, what's your EDC? Like, what is the, what's in your pocket? Uh, I don't. <laughs> I have Nick's knife at work for cutting my mangoes. That's what I use Nick's knife for my mango cutting. I eat lots of mangoes. Uh-huh. Uh, but normally, I usually have an unfinished one of my knives in my pocket. Usually, it's not even ground yet. It's just something I'll carry around. Like lockup, no lockup, no edge. Like what, it, what's it, going on? It, in the the entire stage of it, it'll be once it's okay. together. There won't be lockup yet. Then it will have lockup. I'll still be carrying it. You know, we'll go to the mall. With my, you know, my my wife and kid will go to the mall. It's in my pocket. And just every second I have to take it out, I take it out. I'm you- constantly looking at it. Huh, that's interesting. He just inspects the makers to get it. Like I, when we did the interview on mine, like I carry the parts that I machined that day in my pocket. I just keep looking at them to see, and maybe I'll notice a little chamfers off, but I, I actually keep them in my pocket throughout the day. So I'm at work the next day, and I just keep looking at them. Just, yeah, it's, just a ma- yeah. it's a maker thing. The more you maybe start carrying it, you, start mi- you, you miss something. Yeah, I carry completely unfinished knives in my pocket. Yes, that's what I carry. Yeah. 
right. It's pretty metal. I don't yeah, know. That's it's like, weird. That's true. I don't know if that's right weird. <laughs> it's not <laughs> from Maker. It's not. I wouldn't think so. I don't know. It could, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe makers do Jerry do that. A knife around that does not cut. What do you got in your pocket? Like it's not technically a bunch of makers do that. Just you because you you keep inspecting the knife. I definitely did in my early stages, just like a locking and detailing knife that I wasn't ground. Uh, Now I just carry freshly machined parts, and sometimes I'll notice that I missed the chamfer, or maybe a chamfer is better in that spot, just because it's in my hand more, in my eyes more. Yeah, I guess guess that's what it is, Nick. You're constantly looking to say how I can make it better, maybe, or what can I do with this? So what's the future of this knife going to look like? You know, like. uh... Yeah, because besides know, that, it's in my drawer, and then I'll, I'll only notice it while I'm actually working on it. And I'm like, oh, crap. And the next time I machine 40 parts, I'll, I'll change it. But the 40 that I have here, I can't change it. But if yeah, I machine 10 and, and went home that day, I kept looking at it. I'll be like, okay, well, next 30, I'll fix or change and if I have a fin- And if I have one of my finished knives on me, what am I going to do? What if I drop it? What if I fuck it up? And there's nothing I can change on it. It's done. It's just it's uh, done. That's it. I've seen, you, I've seen you go back in the finish knife that I said don't touch, and you still no, I've, no, <laughs> not on a completely. I've never done that on a completely finished knife. I think the only thing I've ever done on well, a you almost did knife, last week though with the but, Damacore. Well, no, I I finished. Um, there's one the Damacore one I did finish, and I did go back because I put a Zerk. Uh, I put a Zerk fucking um, clip on, and it looked like shit. It was driving me crazy. No, so that knife Damacore blade that you don't... brought to my shop, and you were like, "I got to refinish this because it's, it's scratched or something." I was like, "Dude, it's, uh, it's yeah, it was, it's it was, it was, it was that just residue." It was dry. It was Nick said it was dry. I had no idea. I thought I fucked the whole knife up. Uh, so what happens with acid wash? It well, like when you like Damacore, the, uh, the mask, if you freshly etch it, and then it's like, kind of really dry, uh, it'll look splotchy, but it's really not because there's like residue spots. He's like, "Oh, I got to go rehand sand this knife for this guy and refinish it." I look at him like. Dude, just, just you don't have to do anything. He's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, it, "It's fine." I, I hit it with some oil and wipe it off. And I'm like, "Here." And he's like, "Oh crap!" He's like, "I was gonna go home tonight and redo this entire knife." I was like, "Damn, poor blade." And, I was like, uh, yeah, Nick, Nick put some oil on it and it looked fucking amazing. It was just amazing. Go. So all she needed was a little lube. Not that bad. That's all. That's, yeah, that's all I needed. Man. So anyone a little ever bit needs. Of lube. Yeah. Is that the one we sharpened on the Wicked Edge? That's the one we did on the Wicked Edge. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be ordering a Wicked Edge probably uh, next week. Yeah, it was awesome. Hmm. How are you uh, sharpening now with those recurves on the belt? Uh, well, the last one I did, I completely fucked up a completely finished knife. I was putting the final edge on. I actually put the whole edge yeah. on, and I was polishing it at twelve hundred. I wanted a highly polished edge, <clears throat> and the fucking Beaumont uh, does not go in reverse. It it does not track in reverse. Um, yeah, and I, I can't sharpen with. It. It's weird, man. It's like you know, I don't know what it is. I don't know. If, I can't sharpen holding the blade down. I gotta have the edge up and you can't put the machine in reverse i've always been very very careful uh because you know the, the wheels coming at you and it could very easily catch the edge and you know yeah it caught it and fuck. dug in a and little too that, far. yeah it caught it through the blade destroyed a fucking finished blade so as of right now i'm um going to nicks and putting edges on it by nicks right now but i'm gonna i'm gonna that wicked edge it. will definitely help yeah, yeah, but the wicked edge. I don't know if it'll work on the double rec. On my new model, it works great. It's a straight yeah. one, stuff, so it works awesome. <laughs> they, they, I That's think a they pretty make extreme a recurve, couple yeah. of stones curved. Yeah, like a, I don't know. Spherical, yeah. Yeah, because like I said, I've sharpened you know seven, eight of those knives, you know, and I never had an issue. But the last one I did, I uh, 
completely fucked up a finished knife. You're just you're just meant it's just mental, man. Whenever that ha- like if I fuck something up on the machine, it, it takes me a little while before like I get confident to do it again. But yeah, like that's an area you had. It could have been way worse. Like you destroyed a hundred and some dollar wheel and destroyed a Damascus blade. But like that knife would flying with that tip. Like that that could that could have been a really bad scenario if it flew back at you. Yeah. Oh, so you cut you cut into the wheel too. Oh, it, yeah, chopped, he, he uh, it went around the entire wheel, cut the whole fucking wheel. Yeah, cut the, all the rubber off the like, wheel, and then it, it threw the fucking skinned the rubber blade. off, and it just chucked in. The whole tip was, like, bent to the side. Yeah, the I think, thing. like, unless you're doing, like, maybe, like, a drop point, edge up on a grinder sharpening is always, like, a bad idea. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah. I, can't, I can't do it while it's, uh, I can't do it. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what yeah. it is. I just, I've tried, and I'm not happy with what I'm, you know, the edge is going too high, and I start freaking out, and I'm like, I, I got to do it where I can see it. Like, I got to, like... You know, I'm like three inches away from the fucking wheel doing it, you know, staring at it. And um, I'd say yeah, like if you do like 50 knives, yeah, then you're going to get the muscle memory down and just get yeah. it over time. The problem, yeah. it's not the muscle memory. Every knife is ground differently. So sometimes your edge tapers one direction. You got to compensate when you're sharpening. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a it, the difficulty of sharpening the knife is actually in how how clean your prior grind is and the and style even- of the grind. On Justin's, because you know that's a that pretty wicked re- looking recurve. That, du- that double recurve is a motherfucker to sharpen. I can only imagine. Yeah, it's a motherfucker. With now, that I don't point, know if it'd be with two points to, for someone. Yeah. To... yeah, it's got the two points. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I got to leave a little meat at both points, so I get a, a slightly thicker edge there because it gets it'll get so thin. Um, I just got to be, you know, it's, it's it's a lot of planning when I'm grinding that knife. A lot, mm-hmm. you know, not easy. To, it's it's not easy to do. And uh, Nick, that was like one of my first ones. I, you know, I made what a couple razors, and then I went right to that. Everyone said, "There's no way I'll be able to fucking put an edge on that." You know, no way I'll be able to grind that knife. And, and as an everybody, it was not everybody. It just, it, it was me. I told him we're gonna have an issue sharpening this. So. It's just me. Okay. <laughs> Very supportive, Nick. Very good. Uh, fuck off. Well, this, this, is my, my, this is my, this is my and Justin's relationship. Yeah. It just, Nick I'm was, like, ah, you, Nick, can't, you can't do it. Like, I don't have time for this. No. Nick was Old one of the fear. assholes. Yeah, Nick was one of the assholes who said, "There's no way you're gonna be able to fucking put a grind on that knife." No, I didn't say a grind. I, I told, I, I sold you a one-inch wheel. I'm like, you, got, you need this to grind it. It was the sharpening part. Because I can't sharpen it for shit on the grinder. I was like, oh, this is a great time for me to sell you something. <laughs> no, I, 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 no, I, like, right before that, I ordered one for me. No, right before that, I, I ordered one for me, and I accidentally ordered two. And it, it would have cost as much to ship it back, because it was a big item outside. And then he needed one, like, a week later. So I was like, oh, perfect. How far away do you guys live from each other? Hashtag profits. Uh, well, from my house, Nick's about an hour and a half, but from my uh, business, he's only like fifteen minutes a shop. Oh, okay. So he, yeah, he's pretty much right over the bridge in Jersey. But, but what we're the, what we're talking about is still when I used to live and worked in Jersey. Okay, right. right yeah, when right. he when he worked in Jersey, he was about an hour. He was in Bergen County, so he was about an hour away. Hmm. See, I lived there for two years. Anyone that was Bergen County, <laughs> I, I literally just yeah. I just literally lived there. Yeah, just Nick. <laughs> yeah, Nick. You, you Area pride. Yeah. Nice job, guy. <laughs> Great area pride. I don't Dude, know I, where the hell I am. Like, I I'm, I'm, just, I'm just there to work. It was temporary. It just exists in time and space. My area <laughs> pride lies in Brooklyn. Dude, I left uh, Peter's uh, last week. I was there. Uh, you know, we were forging. Um, I was testing out. You know, trying to forge. I saw that. I think I saw a post about that. Yeah. Yeah, but a post up. Yeah, but I I left uh, Pete's the uh, last Saturday, bro, and I the GPS brought me through the fucking worst ghetto I've ever been. It was crazy, bro. Oh, you oh, they are so close to the fucking ghetto, bro. It's crazy. I remember they're, going they're up to uh, across from the water. 
<laughs> yeah, dude, I, you know, roll the windows up, hit the, you know, I hit the lock button, you know, I locked the car door. Like, I remember going up to awesome. LaGuardia with Nick to pick up Rob, and, and for a moment there, I was like, Nick, where did you take us? Like, what's going on here right now? <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy, bro. It's like yeah. all of a sudden you're just like in like, and you know, it's like, dude, I'm thinking the cops are going to pull me over. They must think I'm here for crack cocaine. They have to think I'm here for crack. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like the area is that bad. And I'm like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> I like how you say that about that, uh, that area in Patterson, but like. Oh, was that where I was? Was that Patterson? No, was that say, was? You, you've, you've been to my shop. Like, you see where my shop's at. <laughs> your shop, dude, your shop is nowhere near as bad as. Five minutes from their shop, and I guess Patterson or wherever the fuck it is. Your shop's not that bad. I mean, no, I've been there no. a couple of times. Like, like Nick, if you, you go been like around four, the, you've six been around the over, corner, it gets pretty sketchy. But where you are seems like a like you're you're reasonably next to a school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you, Nick, anyone there, any race, any anyone, no one looks at a place. No, no that that's where I was. I, like, I looked at. I'm on. Place. It's not. It's not bad. Uh. You go around the corner and you think there's fireworks going off every weekend. There are, <laughs> like, man. I, like, you just gotta run I, outside. I, I hear up in the, the corner of my shop, man. like, huh? It's the summer. Is that is that Coney on fireworks or is every that... weekend yeah. is the Fourth of July? <laughs> when you hear that sound, just run towards it. Run directly towards <laughs> it. See where it is. Bring firecrackers with you. <laughs> so I, I recently discovered a new part next to my shop. If you go along the the water where the where the port is. And you go all the way down towards the dead end, so pretty much the corner of the island. It's like old construction. Those buildings are from like the 1800s. And you look at that area, and it's like that roof might come down. And I see a kid playing in that yard. That means he lives there. I was like, God. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't, I didn't even know that part of town existed. And when I found out that's where the dump was. Like that's where the original, like that, that was pretty. Like the dump was just around these houses. People live in different places. Yeah. <laughs> like, I never knew that. Staten, Staten Island is weird. Yeah. <laughs> like things are different. Um, <laughs> serious people. <laughs> so, so Justin, what? Uh, where do you where do you draw some of your inspiration from? Tell 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 us a little bit about your 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 mindscape, if if we can dive into that. Um, uh, I don't know. Like music, I, art, movies, uh, insanity. Uh, he just watches a lot of Netflix when hand sanding boys. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Have, yeah, I have my, my shop set up, and then any f- handwork is done in my, like, actual, like, office area. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I do all my Hashtag wet sanding. productive. I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got, you know, my wet sanding done in my, like, you know, in my house house, and my wife's always freaking the fuck out. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's, um, it's, I don't know, man. I just, I like, um, I don't want to say fantasy, but I do like fantasy-looking type things, Um you know, I, I know it's not as popular as like, uh, you know, like just a straight edge or uh, or whatever. But I, I want I want to stand out with it, you know, and it, it, I always want to make something that I would I'd be the guy buying it, you know, like, oh, I would buy this. I would buy this. I think know? a lot of people kind of confuse fantasy, quote unquote, fantasy with like very imaginative. And that's what I see your work as that's like very imaginative. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's not- a good point. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been told that it was fan it's fantasy ish. So um That's because like people have I've get got a lot of that with my stuff. People just a, hear yeah. someone say that and then they just repeat it. People don't uh, understand uh, like their vernacular's not at that point yet where they can describe something like that. Like just because it looks one way does not mean it necessarily draws inspiration from that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, even even my Warren Cliff, it's a straight blade. You know, it, it, I mean, it's it's my most normal looking knife. But even people say, "Oh, that's fucking." Nick says it's got a fucking devil cock on the uh, end of it. <laughs> Just a cock. Is that what Nick that says? The work, oh, yeah. The well, that's like that sounds like a selling uh, point. What, to me. Well, he, he was coming up <laughs> with a name for it, and uh, he's like, "What do I call?" It? I'm like, uh, "What I say? The, ser- the, the serpent's penis, or uh, the devil, devil, devil's penis, devil's strength, or something like that." I don't remember. <laughs> you can't unsee it once you see it. Is the problem? Yeah. Um, I, I still don't see it, but <laughs> you know you see it. <laughs> Nick sees it. I don't see it. It's it's there. So I haven't seen the model, so I couldn't I couldn't comment. But uh, it's my my Warncliffe model, the the okay. one that I've been. Uh, I'm just gonna send it to the group. The oh, group okay. Our right, chatting. Right. The one with the Damacor and the yeah. the matching materials. Yeah, he says the back end of that knife looks like a, a dick. Like a like a dick. That's what he says. I'll send it to the group. Well, I'm and, sorry, uh, a devil a devil's dick. I'm all right. Well, now to be fair, Nick's got caught on the mind. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Mine sees what it wants to see. So you know, that's, <laughs> that's totally reasonable. <laughs> Give me a moment. <laughs> Waiting. We're just gonna wait. Anyway, so you you get it from all 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 over the place, uh, and that's good. You know, you don't want your you don't want your shit to look like anybody else's. That that makes it cool. Um, what what where would you like to see yourself in in a few years? Let's not say five. Let's just say in the future at some point. What what do you strive for when you when you make a knife? And you're thinking, man, okay, I'm making these folders, oh, and you said you said, oh, I made a frame lock. Like what's next? I would like to do it full time, and I want to buy. Um, I want to get forging equipment. I want to start forging my own materials. That's like my next thing. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the money in. I'm gonna buy a forge. I'm gonna buy a you know a press. And I, I want to start forging you know a titanium Damascus and uh, you know stainless steel. That that's what I want to do. That's 100 mm. percent where I want to go. Okay, so you're you're definitely you're in it for the the common term would be a sole authorship piece, right? Yes. Yeah. I even want to turn my own screws, my own pivots, everything. Yeah. Everything. 100% made. Oh yeah. Okay. I did see, I, I did see this. I was amazed that you clocked the Damascus and the Mokotai. So oh, all, all the circles. The, the, line no, up. You didn't even notice. He clocked the collars to the bolster. So the oh, blade to the bolster, the bolster to the collars, the bolster to the scale, yeah, the clip the to the scale. And the, backspace, and, and the backspacer does match to one side. Is that, <laughs> I couldn't get it to just the one side. Yeah, yeah no, the backspacer one side. The backspacer matches one side. <laughs> I couldn't get both, unfortunately. It, 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 as long as it matches the show side, that's all that matters. That's it is the show yeah, side. Look at, look at it closely. It, it, literally, the co- everything clocks together, but then you got the, the, the serpent's dick head at the bottom. Hmm. Yeah, no, Nick's just seeing shit with his mind. <laughs> Jeremiah, yeah, you uh, were Freudian slip. Sure. Yeah, I'm right. Sure. Yeah. That's cool. That yeah, is really that, neat. That, that's the one Josh is getting, that one. Okay, all right, that's that's pretty awesome. Um, if you guys out there want to see what we're talking about, definitely check out um, Justin and his uh, and his Instagram, which is Savkov Knife Co., which is S A V. K O V knife C O. Um, that that is nuts. That I got applaud. I, I remember. I thought is that the different model than the one I saw when I was at the shop? Is that the uh, one you were clocking when one. I was it, there? It, it, no, it's that one. He just it was. It, it was it was it was in its yeah it was in its building stage. So yeah, I was oh, carrying it with me because I was. Yeah. That was that's the one he wanted ago. to read. That's the one he wanted. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. That was the one, yeah, the one with the. Uh, well, the no. So way. what happened with? What happened with that knife? I'm not wrong, Justin. He he almost finished the, and then he thought that the, that's when he thought that the Damascus blade was fucked up. 
So instead of refinishing it, he started a whole new knife. And I was like, dude, just fucking finish that knife. You got oh, it sold. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I thought the wife let you buy some materials. Yes, I thought the blade was <laughs> fucked up, so I just put it. Yeah, yeah, the knife was literally 98% yeah. done. That, that's the uh, one I where I, I said where I put oil on it. That, uh, yeah, and it, it just sat in pieces covered in a towel for like two months. So I just didn't even want to look at it. I thought I fucked the whole thing up, but I didn't. You probably have to re-oil it if it's in a towel for that long. Usually, if you keep a knife in a towel, it'll absorb all the oils off of it. That's bonkers. Well, no, now it's it's in a case. It's finished. It's in a case mm. now. But yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, I fucked, I thought I fucked it up. I didn't fuck it up. Hmm. So, sole, sole authorship pieces, making your own materials. Um, what about, what about knife styles? Uh, you've done your, your frame locks and your liner locks. Uh, is there something you're looking to make that you haven't made yet? Are you trying to get me to say ballot songs or? No, you just say whatever you want Any to say. Any particular play <laughs> shape you might want to do? <laughs> Did you want to make a ballot song? <laughs> <laughs> Never. Uh, Any answers? He, he, goes, he, he goes to me yesterday. He's like, is, is, just, is Jeremiah going to try to uh, talk about the ballot song? I'm like, like <laughs> no, no, no pressure. I, whenever, if you want I, to, I, I would. I would love to make a ballot song eventually. Yes, yes, okay. I, I would make. I do want to make one. I will make one. Um, I just got to design one in, uh, you know, CAD. Make sure I could get it to work in uh, the 2D CAD. And once I do that, I could print it out, trace out the materials, and fucking go at it. Yeah. I just what kind of CAD program use? I'm sorry. What kind of CAD program are you using? Oh, I'm using the free one so that I draft, keep updating your draft, draft site 2D. Draft uh, site. By the way, you might have to find something new because their new update is the only paid version, and they're gonna start disabling the free one. Uh-oh. We'll see about that. That's what I've been using for the past like six years. Yeah, but well, I just updated mine. And... Yeah, my, mine won't. Mine won't update. Mine. I had a problem like a week ago. I can't even fucking get into it without it like freezing and stopping. And oh, really? yeah, that's because huh. of the new update. So yeah, you gotta start, especially you, Elijah. That's your bread and butter. So what happened with mine is now that's updated. Whenever Pete sends me a file, he's using hmm. AutoCAD. That's the most updated version. I can't open this file. I have to open it in Fusion, then resave it in Fusion, and then open it in a Draft Site. So like, if someone sends you a Draft Site, well, no problem. Yeah. Well, you haven't updated yet, and no one sends you new files, so it's not well, compatible. Maybe now's a good time stuff. to learn 3D. Yeah, oh, no, I've, I've learned it. I've learned it. It's oh, just okay. I'm slow at it. I'm very uh, slow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Where, where, where's that? Doesn't know anything about 3D. Uh -huh. <laughs> if you're not seen my designs, I've done a 3D. Come on. Hashtag Wyatt. On Elijah's uh, Instagram, you do have uh, pictures of the 3D up there. Is that not something... Like you yeah, did. I've done I've done like twenty or thirty designs in three D. It just takes me forever, and I can't figure out the grinds on them. So he, he has a uh. so the ones that are fully three D. He has a Wyatt. We all need a Wyatt. Oh, you got a Wyatt? I sometimes Damn. need a Wyatt. Everybody needs a well, Wyatt. Well, a lot sometimes. of times, yeah. When I send them off, they're always two D, and everything's specked out. So, but yeah, like I know I need to get on that. But still, like I don't even I don't yeah. even use I I know what I'm doing with Fusion and I still don't use Fusion for 2D like the basic I'm starting fresh on the new design. I've just been using DraftSite for like 11 years, so I'm, I'm oh, yeah, really it's quick super with fast. it. Yeah. Now the problem is like Fusion. There's so much extra shit that it takes me a while. But like I now DraftSite since I'm since I'm sending between back and forth with other people that use AutoCAD and other updated softwares, it's not letting me use DraftSite with those softwares. I have to I found hmm. I was able to bypass it by realizing that if I Save it in Fusion, then re-upload it. It works, but it's a it's a hassle. And I don't know how long that'll work for. Because yeah, on the I'll website, just... they said after a certain date, uh, they're actually just shutting down those like free licenses. Yeah, mm. I just cut them off. Oh god. 
Like, what, what would a yearly subscription to a draft site even be? Does anyone know? Oh, uh, it's actually it's like a hundred bucks. Okay, oh, seriously. Yeah, I'm fucking freeloaders. I'll just fucking pay it. If it's over a hundred bucks, <laughs> I, I might can reconsider it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like a hundred bucks. You know, for just the two D verbs, it's like a hundred bucks. That's so cheap. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like thousands of that. Okay, no. No, just, I pay more for my fusion. It's just it's not it's not that much. It's just some of those suites can be very expensive. No, but if you buy the yeah, like like the before fusion came out, it was solid works, and then that was like four grand a year i think or six grand a year yeah when they have a monopoly sure uh what i use yeah i use fusion that's like fusion's up well, i think it's like 600 dollars a month now but i'm, I'm grandfathered in so I, I think i still only pay three or three thirty a year hmm. rhino and, was supposed uh, to be pretty good what rhino rhino's yeah but that's like old school let's like rob uses rhino because oh, like, really? it's, it's a 2d program it's like old school machines very it's few 2D? guys i thought it was 3d yeah, is it is uh, I, uh, I could be wrong. Oh, yeah, I think it's thirty two, but like I don't really know many people who still use it. I remember seeing renders from right now, and they look really nice. Hmm. I could be wrong. I could be also confusing it with, with Bobcat. Uh, there's too many to keep track of anymore. Yeah, they're fusion for the is win. It, it seems like most people do use draft site though. Most uh, you know, because yeah, no, no, no one wants site. to pay for it, so the draft site was always free. That's what everyone always learned on for years. I, I tell everyone draft site. I tell, it's always just draft site. If it's, it's free, free, it's free. But like a lot of people now, since you have to pay, unless you if you're starting fresh, no one's gonna want to pay to learn on draft site. That was the, the benefit is it was free, so you could figure it out and take your time to learn on it. I think uh, Google SketchUp, a lot of guys use too, just for like basic stuff. I fiddled with that for a minute. Well, no, Tashi, he uses uh, Apple Illustrator or something. Like he just, I don't know how he does it, but he does it. He makes it work. Hmm. Really. Yeah, I have can no you, idea. Can, but can you can you spec thousands in tens of thousands? I have no English? idea how he how he works it, but yeah, he does it with a pad, with a pen, with a stylus. I use a uh, MS Paint a lot to draw things. <laughs> hey, that's not pretty far from what I started with. <laughs> that's uh, it's pretty, it's out there. I don't know if you ever messed with it, but it's uh, I actually used to tell paint brushes and shit. To, it's nuts. Yeah, I used MS Paint on the keyboard. Yeah, <laughs> on the, uh, the yeah. touchpad. Touch That's how I design. That's how yeah. I design when I. I have a, a Palm Pilot with uh, MS Paint. That's how I draw everything. <laughs> From 1996. Yes. Yeah. My reality is in the 90s, so that's it. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> the only way to do it. I'm actually checking draft site to see how much it is. Making okay. sure it's not like $99 a year. I mean, a month. I'm checking it. Uh, Elijah, you'd be surprised. For what it's capable of? I mean, yeah. Uh, before Fusion, that was easy. Fusion like pretty much loses money, from what I understand. Mm. I, could be, I could be completely wrong here. Because they're, they're doing it more... No, the price of Fusion... Because like, they raised it right now. like It's like double. Mm-hmm. Because uh, there was a version of Fusion that was like $1,500 a year, and then $300 a year, and then like... They'll give it away for free a lot, for a lot of the time, and now there's no more the two versions. It's just the one version has everything, so they raised the price. But like I'm grandfathered in, so my, they didn't raise mine. Are they all hmm. Nick? Are they all similar? Like draft? You know how to use DraftSite? No, 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 they're all. They, you, you can't just go from, usually you can't just go from program to program. Because they all have a totally different setup. Yeah. They draft all usually have their own uh, five thousand hour mastery type situation. Draft it's a totally different user interface. Yeah. 
Huh. All right, now, yeah, so draft site standard is $99 a year. Huh. Okay. The other one is like, well, the pro is like per month. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah the amount of money that I'm using to, it is pretty. Yeah, I don't want to have to move all my files to a new program. I'll just fucking pay for it, you know? I, I just don't want to, you know, I don't want to learn something new. That's the spirit. <laughs> stick with what works. Stick with what works, yeah. I know how to use DraftSite pretty good, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. So, Justin, for your for your shows this year, there's there's a lot of shows going on, but it sounds like so you're you're a parent and you're a you got small uh, small business. You you basically you're sticking to the uh, the the two the the New York and the Blade show. I do. I want to go to Vegas this year too. I want to go to the one you guys went to uh, where Nick had all his experimentation. I want to go to that one. Yeah, that's that was a good USN. One. Uh, USN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. USN. Yeah, yeah that's okay. a good one. I had, I had, a, good, uh, I had I the detox Microsoft. after that show. Is there something better than USN? So if I do Blade, is there... The reason I want to go to Blade, I always, you know, people say Blade's not the greatest show for, you know, makers. But I like going because I like getting the, uh, you know... Who like says the, that? Blade is great. <laughs> it's just very overwhelming for, like, it, guys. It yeah, just going. It's not know, a great I, first show. Like, if you've never no, been to no. any other show, I've you just go, hey... They're not, a, not big fans of Blade. Um, who said that? They always say USN is better. It's just more... Oh. Way, way uh, more. Well, that's that's for everyone. They they say this, that, whatever. If you're like a serious um, high end collector, there are new ones. USN would be kind of better. Yeah, because it's yeah, so they're, they're it's different types of shows. There's like not the, no production. The smaller shows are obviously a lot more intimate. Is what is what the I would use as a descriptor. USN is like oh, yeah. you can just hang out and talk to guys. There's less, you know, of a fury, and there's more of just like a very relaxed environment. People are drinking cocktails, talking shit, and it's not like oh my god, it's Blade Show. There's I'm everyone like, is yeah, in this Blade. room. I have to see everybody in the next two days. Like that's it. So and like at Blade, where you got point. casuals bumping into you and crippling. Wow. I, I, I couldn't even. <laughs> find, uh, I went to go to a, a Rob Carter's. Table. I couldn't even find Rob Carter's table, and I was like, you know, everyone says Nick. that because they I, assume I he's in the Rob back. Carter's table. He was no, but they, that's why you couldn't find him. Everyone skips Rob because they always think he's in the back with all the folder makers, but he's on his his dad's and grandpa's table, so he's grandfathered into the first row. So he's like, right when you walk in, you just go to the right, and he's right there. He's in the yeah. first row. I did it took me about it. three years to find his table, actually. Yeah, because yeah, oh. everyone looks for Rob. I'm like, where the fuck is he? That's why I tell him, like, it's nice being in the first row, but everyone that actually looks for you is looking for you towards the back where everyone else in your industry is. I had to do a collab with Rob and then have him walk me to his table to find his table. Like, it's that out of the way. Well, That's it's also, I, don't, I mean, oh, I walked right down the same miles like four or five times and like, you know, I was looking for Glenn R. Hoven. Just I want to see some of his work in person, and um, yeah, I must have passed him four or five fucking times before I actually saw him. You know, it was just it's it's very uh, it's very overwhelming. You know, it's very, a lot of those tables kind house. of blend together. There, that's, that's they do, they do, they do. Yeah, he's like last last year was his first year. He's like I'm just he's, I'm just gonna follow you. I'm like you can try to follow me, but I guarantee you I'll be at the same place most of the time. <laughs> so there's not really you're not gonna see much if you just follow me. I've been, yeah. I've been, I've been to the show. Eight, uh, this will be my eighth time. Like I've seen everything. I just, I, I already know what I need to go to see when I walk in there. Usually, I have just meetings with dealers or something like that. I don't really walk aisle to aisle anymore. Like, what was like, your first year going? This will be my seventh or eighth year. So, like twenty two thousand nine is when I started, and my parents didn't let me go until I turned sixteen. So, I guess uh, two thousand twelve. Two thousand, yeah. You went when, alone when you were 16? Yeah, did you go alone at 16? 
yes. I flew over there, went alone. I ended up staying in a room with Jeff Tough uh, Tough Thumbs. Wow, completely irresponsible parents. And another collector. (laughs) Huh. Now, do you still have to get a pass? For your parents to go, or do you just you, now you just go on your own? How does no, that my parents. My parents. Didn't, I've never went. I'm just saying, like my parents oh, okay. wouldn't let me. They travel. still allow you to go, though, right? They, yeah, they still let cool. you to go. Sometimes I gotta hold someone's <laughs> hand. But I, I want when I wanted to go when I was 14, right after because like, my first Nick show was 13. So I was like, well, now I gotta go to Blade show. That was I was 14. I'm like, you're not going to a knife show with a bunch of cash to another state to go buy knives. And, to like, be stay. fair, when you, when you pose it yeah. like that, that's pretty sketchy. That's what I'm like, saying. Well, I'm going to hang out with a bunch of neckbeards and cash in a hotel room. Like, like, I'm going with a bunch of cash to go buy knives. Now, I'm also 14 years. At that time, I was 14 when I asked, and I can't get a hotel and, myself. Remember, and, I, I couldn't sh- get a hotel sh- for myself sh- my sh- first set five and, years. And sh- Dude, sh- you had trouble checking into your hotel last at USN. And then you're sharing a room with a strange adult male. That's so sketchy. It makes sense. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I can't argue here. I'm taking like lots of cash to go buy knives. <laughs> and like, you, I like, to stay with some other weapons. random adult that I know. That I met online. That you know from the internet. From the internet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the internet <laughs> man will sell you knives in Atlanta. Like, oh, that's yeah, it's like, well, I'm going to go to Georgia to go buy knives. And I'm staying with these friends that I met online because I can't get a hotel room on my own. And because I'm not 21, like in my first five years, I couldn't buy a hotel room myself there. And then uh, now that I go to Vegas, uh, well, I couldn't get. You know, you're responsible time. enough yeah, to do this. Yeah, at the U.S. Then last year, he couldn't even check into his own hotel because he wasn't I, I, old enough. I, I, I get there and I'm like, oh, you got to be 25. I'm like, wait, what? Dude, I can't. I cannot believe your parents let you go by yourself. Yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't let me go. They the still first. let me go by yourself. They didn't let me go when I was fourteen. They didn't let me go when I was fifteen. They let me go when I was sixteen. Finally, because I'm because they already. That's when I was actually doing it more, and like I already had folders out. It wasn't full time yet, but I was in school, and I was like, I just I really want to go. And I, oh, that's also because the year before is when I won a lot of knives at the show, and I like turned a thousand dollars into like forty five hundred dollars. When I flipped, like I won like a really high value, like secondary value knives. I'm like, okay, uh, there's possibly will be for him to make money, and they finally let me go. I don't Got think it. I I told them who I was staying with in the rooms. Yeah, probably for the. Uh, <laughs> I'm staying with a man guy named whose tough name thumbs. is yeah, tough thumbs. tough thumbs. No, no, it, it, no, it wasn't just Jeff. <laughs> Jeff they they, they no, knew Jeff. this other guy, strong fist, strong fist, strong fist, and tough thumb. <laughs> It's fine, mom. Okay. His, his, nickname, his, nick, his nickname is the Gaper. <laughs> no, uh, it was John. <laughs> Look, it was Josh Camp- Gamble, but like he's 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 like one of the nicest dudes I've ever met. But he's like an ex-marine who's like really tall dude, scraggly beard, and like if I show them pictures, like yeah, you're not staying with them at the show. <laughs> All right. Jesus Christ. Oh. Tested a positive for anal nitrate and moved on with your life. It's totally fine. Dilates the anus. Yeah. yeah. When you say it all out loud, it sounds totally sketchy. Yeah, it's sketchy. <laughs> when you talk about this, knife things in general around people who have no idea what you're talking about, it's Instagram. sketchy. Yeah, but remember, this was before Instagram, so it's not like they could just look at their Instagrams. This was through USN forums and like shit oh, yeah. like that. These shows are all set up, so it's like, I met these people on the forums, this and that. One of them's on YouTube, though. Knife Guy oh, 69. What's I'm like the... remembering this. <laughs> 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 Your son found a blade show. 
Nambla member 44. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That brings Go to a convention. Stories. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, my God, Nick. That's crazy. Yeah, but wow. I made it there, and uh, now it's uh, oh, it's a you never you, you never got raped, though, so it's good. It worked uh, out. Good. All this positive. Is, oh, so this is if it was sixteen, then this is the seventh. This will be my seventh late show. Hmm. Nick, how do you even find? How do you find out about like, dude? I wish I found about customs like way earlier in my life. Like, I talked which- about it on my episode. Uh, it was a pretty stupid like reason being a third like a. 13 or 12 year old kid uh i was at a mcdonald's with friends and one of my friends pulled out a knife and stabbed uh my other friends like extra large drink and then just slowly poured out everywhere it was just funny as hell and i was trying to buy that knife and i found the spider go online and then that somehow took me to the new york knife show i think oh so same story new york custom knife show oh yeah. actually no no it, it took me down a work like a rabbit hole of youtube videos that eventually took me to the new york knife show like trying, uh-huh. I was trying to find which Spyderco he had. I just remember there was a hole in the blade, and I found out that the hole in the blade That's means all the Spider-Co. blades. No, it was a round, circular hole in the blade, and I figured out that only circular holes are actually Spydercos. If it's not a perfect circle, it's not a Spyderco usually. And then, like, I went down a whole like rabbit hole of YouTube videos about this shit, and then eventually someone mentioned the New York Knife Show, and I the rest is history. That must be true for a lot of um, a lot of people in the Northeast. At least, like it's a show that's accessible to you, um, and it's just there. Like Matt was talking about, like being around in Portland, and everyone went to the Eugene show. So I wonder if that, where a lot of these long-term shows are, if that's like the hub um, for introducing a lot of people into what this. Is you Google your state because you try to Google the laws because everyone's worried about carrying a knife. Do you need a license or whatever? Like the number one question I get besides, uh, "I'm a knife." Ma- wow, you're in like what the hell? Like. What does your job actually mean being a knife maker is you need a license to make knives because they Hell think yeah. about state laws. So that's the thing. So like, I think I also found out about it because I'm like Googling New York state laws and then the New York knife show pops up. Uh, but yeah. Huh. Very cool. Uh, but my that first show sense. wasn't really eventful. It, my brother took me because I was 13 years old and it was like four, four or five trains to get there from Brooklyn because you have to go to Manhattan. So it's again, 13 years old. My parents didn't let me take all the trains to get there so my brother took me but like my brother has no interest in this stuff so we literally walked in i did one lap i entered the savenza hinder i mean hinder lottery uh and i tried i was trying to decide the whole show to buy savenza or strider and since i was there for literally one lap for about 15 minutes i didn't i couldn't stay for any lotteries i couldn't decide and we just went home and i was like next year i'm coming myself and i'll figure this out yeah there you go that's 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 the spirit. Go, go by yourself. Leave the parents at home. Go to strange places with strange men and buy knives. That's, <laughs> Lots of cash. If this episode is teaching no one anything. Please listen to these lessons. Okay. Yeah. Listen to the Blade Alch <laughs> podcast for yeah. not getting it enough. Wait, I figured out now. Well, don't, back then there was get two shows. This. It was the it was the March show and the November show. It was there was two. So it was only oh. about eight months later that I went again. But that was no, like before about Instagram. But hashtag this it, is before Instagram. This is not a good reflection because you got to say, like, I'm coming. Like, when I was 14, I went to the show. I came with a couple thousand dollars. And then also, everyone sold me knives and I was 14 years old. So I was about to that again. Nick is now offering anyone listening to take their young sons to a hotel room for a night show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's going to happen. Sounds so (laughs) (laughs) good. What, uh, 
Justin, what are you gonna, what are you looking to pick up at Blade Show for the for the matrils? Any of the modern matrils you're looking to grab? Uh, Matrails, is that what you're saying? Matrails, yeah. Materials, oh, materials. Materials, Yeah. What is there anything you're like? Oh man, I gotta go see this this particular forger uh, caster person. He's getting mother of pearl because it's all I hear about. I, I definitely want to get some mother of pearl. Yeah, I want to get some drag. I want to get a bunch of dragon skin from Bur- uh, Birdie. Bunch of it. I'm, I'm definitely gonna be buying some, um, uh, you know, some uh, Zorkutai, uh, Mokutai, that type of stuff. Um, Hopefully Damacore will have some, you know, Dam still have some Damacore there. I'll pick that up. Um, yeah, just stuff like that and anything else that seems interesting or new. Um, you know, just You're, you're definitely looking to incorporate some, um, some, some natural materials in with the synthetics. Yes, I want to do, I definitely want to do um, some Mother of Pearl. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 100%. I think that, that would look pretty cool. I hear it's the, uh, it's the easiest material to work with. Actually, that's right. A lot yeah. of people say that it's not a problem. It's super easy. Um, just really no problem at all. You just cut it wet, cut it dry, whatever. Just slice it and dice it. Uh, where where does Mother of Pearl come from? Yeah, what are you gonna? Totally yeah. sarcastic. Yeah, well, it's yeah, an undertone. I assume they're being extremely sarcastic there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's no big deal. Just buy a bunch of it, and you'll never. <laughs> it won't won't mess up any of it at all. Especially the black lip, really easy. Black lip mother of pearl is super easy. <laughs> it's, it's it's like working with like G tap. Oh yeah, <laughs> easy like play doh almost. It's super easy. Um, what so now? We're what stable. are you gonna do with the mother of pearl? You gonna do inlays, uh, pivots, like whole scales? Um, no, I, I don't like doing whole scale stuff. I like to do you know S bolster type stuff. Um, I probably do like um, a lower scale and then do maybe like a, a zerk a bolster with like. You know, the black on white. You know, with um, mother of pearl, like lower, lower half of the scale under the uh, under the bolster, whatever that part's called. I don't even know what that's called. I would say underlay. Well, no, not underlay, but under. Okay, you have a bolster, and then what's the material? Is that the scale? Is that the secondary part? Oh yeah, that's the, yeah. They call that part the scale, and the top part the bolster. Okay, so that would be the scale. Yeah, so I would do scales, and then uh, you know, figure out something cool for the uh, actual bolster. Hmm. So I know the, the pieces don't come that wide. From what I understand, they only come like an inch and a quarter, like tops, like wide. So not that, not that big. Uh, what about what about abalone or power shell? Any interest there? Abal, actually, uh, my uh, SM100 build I'm doing that has abalone, um, big one inch uh, collars on it. Ooh, okay, SM100, huh? It's an SM100 blade. It's got a um, uh, was marbled carbon fiber bolsters. It's got uh, abalone or uh, abalone um, uh, uh, pivot collars, and then it has the Zerkutai uh, wave pool uh, Zerkutai uh, as a scale with an SM100 blade and SM100 uh, spacer. Wow. Okay, that sounds that sounds pretty nuts. And and now you're definitely gonna have. Do you know what you're gonna have to to touch and feel in the pit at at, at Blade Show? I'm gonna be bringing that knife. Yes. I'm okay. The SM100 knife will hopefully be done. Um, I have to reblade that knife, and I'm still waiting for the SM100 to come from SB Specialty Metals. It's taken fucking forever. Um, but that knife's almost done. I just got to reblade it, and then I just got to shape the handles, and it's done. Wow. So all now the, everything's been fitted. Everything's been fitted. The uh, scales, the S bolsters, it's all fitted. The c- collars, it's all done. Nuts. So it's just just those some of those final touches. I just have to. Well, I have to reblade it. I fucked up the blade. So. Uh oh. 
Yeah. Got to get it perfect, man. Um, so what, as as a maker, um, you, you obviously have an Instagram account. Do mm-hmm. you take orders? You just, you kind of make what you want, it sounds like. You're not, you don't listen to what other people want. You just, yeah, you're like, I'm I, making I this. don't, I don't. Yeah, when I first started and, you know, people started uh, having some interest and I said, oh, you know, I'll, I'll do a books thing. And people were just telling me what they wanted. And then I started making a guy's knife, like, based on what he wanted. And I hated what he, he wanted. So mm-hmm. I, I actually just, that knife is still sitting three years ago. Just I, I was like, I'm not fucking making this knife. I just don't want to make it. Oh, just, okay, you were just like, fuck that. I, I said, fuck this knife. Yeah, I just don't want to make it, man. If it's not something I want to make that I'm happy with, I, I just I just don't. Like I said, I don't do this full time. I'm sure eventually, if I did this full time, I have to you know take orders or or whatever. But I just didn't. You know, this guy was telling me which way to shape the bolsters. You know, I'll make them slope backwards. Oh, He's giving that. me like you know stupid materials. I was like, I I just didn't want my name. On a knife that looked like this, you know, I just I just didn't want it out there. So, hmm. yeah, I know. So sounds... No, no orders, no suggestions. Fuck off. I'll I'll, I'll make what I want. Uh, yeah, or like I have a guy, I have a one guy. Um, apparently a pretty big collector. Um, I don't know if I should say his name, but um, I, I discussed with him. I'm starting his knife after blade, and it's gonna be like full Moku Tai scales, which is something I've always wanted to do. So. That that I'll do. You know, he wants a Damacore blade with Mokutai scales. You know, it's gonna be a full, I guess, a a frame lock in a Mokutai, and um, you know that I'll do. You know, if it's something like that. But w- once people start telling me which way to slope a bolster, and you know, I want G ten. You know, with fucking, it's like, no, nah, man, I, I don't, I don't want to do that. I just don't want to do it. Hmm. All right. No G ten. You you heard it here. The, the no G ten. <laughs> Fuck G yeah, ten. If it's gonna be synthetic, G- it's gotta be high end. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to sound, you know, ridiculous, but it's just, um, I don't know, man, I just, you know, if I don't put many knives out there, so when I put a knife out there, I want it to be, you know, something really nice, you know, I just want whatever's wow, out there to be, to be nice. That's totally, that's totally, that's totally reasonable. So, I mean, really what, what this comes down to for, for anybody listening is if, if you want a knife, uh, good luck. <laughs> good <laughs> luck. Yeah. Um, you gotta be at the right place at the right time. Yeah, that is... Yep. Uh, so I mean, yeah. So that's kind of is that it? Is that fair? Like, uh, if if you have a knife available, it's already probably spoken for. Or if it is available, maybe it'll be on Instagram. So follow your Instagram. Yeah, account. I, I would I would put it on Instagram. Okay. Like I have no problem making like frame lock. I like making frame locks and stuff like that. It's just you know okay. people's you know when left up to a, a customer um, and you know just they start dictating literally like which way they want the bolster to slope and you know you start planning it out and cutting the materials putting it together i'm like oh this it just doesn't look right it just i just don't like this and you know it's just one of those deals you know mm. uh, you know this guy didn't pay for the material give me a deposit or anything it's just i bought everything i i started making the knife and i just, I just was not happy with uh the direction it was going. Then I had another guy, you know, he wanted some just ridiculous materials that were just i had no interest in using um like I said, I don't have a ton of time to do it, so I want to really, I really want to like what I'm working with when when I am building something. Oh, that's good. You've got a, you've got a strong, strong uh, feeling and voice about what you're doing, and you should hold it to to it. You know, doesn't it's not swayed financially. You know, which is nothing wrong with financially, but it sounds like you're very, very steadfast. If you're if you're gonna if you're gonna set time on fire, you might as well enjoy it. You know. Yeah, if I'm going to be spending time away from my family, yes, I, I want to. Yeah, exactly. I want to be. I want to enjoy what I'm what I'm doing, what I'm working with, and be very proud of it. And 
you know, just, you know, like I said, this could change in the future, but as of right now, making, you know, five, six, seven knives a year, this, you know, I want it to be, you know, I, w- I want to work with the materials I want to work with, you know? Nice. All right. You know? Very, very, very cool. Um, so you do, don't do Facebook or anything? Mostly just Instagram? No, I am not on Facebook. Um, I should do Facebook, but I am not on Facebook. I do not like Facebook. Um, but yeah, Instagram. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm very active on Instagram. All right. Um, I do. Yeah. That's good. Uh, have we have we missed anything that you would like to to add that we have not asked you? No, man. No, not at all, bro. Not at all. It was a. There's been a lot of fun. No, no. no. Is there anything uh, you want to know for me or? Not really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How excited you are for Blade Show. Anything else? Yeah. I'm sorry? Again. How excited oh, yeah. you are for Blade Show. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, correspondence to do over... over. Uh, oh, wait. Elijah, you, you did the Airbnb. We'll, we'll go over that later. No, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah we, we don't need to go about that. Yeah, we probably don't need to go about that now. <laughs> um, no, man. It's it's uh, It's been a real pleasure having you. And, um, and definitely... Uh, Definitely keep doing it. It's uh, it's it's cool work. It's something very uh, very unto itself and, and your own. I gotta say, it's it's pretty cool. Um, Thank you. So anybody out there, if you want one of Justin's knives, good luck. Check him out <laughs> on his Instagram. Uh, what's what's your what's what's the best way to get in contact with you on social media? Anyway, uh, just Instagram. You can just DM me on Instagram or um, whatever. You Usually, know. you know. Someone's interested in talking to me. I'll give them my number. They could call. Whatever. I'm. I'm pretty. I'm pretty available on Instagram. You know. I. You know. I'm. I'm on there. You know. Probably three or four hours a day. So. Nice. Nice. You know how it All is, right. right? Uh yeah. Pretty much every second of the day. It's matter <laughs> the phone. Mm-hmm. Um. No, it's it's been a blast having you. It's uh, another awesome episode of the Bladeology podcast. Uh, I'll lead us out. This is Jeremiah Burbank. My day job is pvk.vegas on instagram and my personal instagram is pvkjer thanks so much for listening this is uh, elijah isham i can be found at uh, isham bladeworks on instagram and my personal instagram there later Beep. <laughs> uh, and this is nick Chuprin of ncc knives and you can find me at ncc knives at instagram NCC knives at yahoo.com and NCC knives at dot com. Justin. Justin. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I thought you said it. Okay. Uh, Justin Savkoff. I'm at uh, Savkoff Knife Co. S A V K O V Knife uh, C O on Instagram. And yeah, awesome. Come, come check out the page. Cool. Thanks so much, everybody. That's All right, it. Guys. It's great talking to you guys. I'll see you guys in, a, in about a month. All right. See you then, man. All right, guys. I'll Thanks. see you next week. Thanks, Ralph. Bye. <laughs>